Welcome to the check-in. Welcome to the check-in. We're back. We 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 back. Okay. So since we're back, y'all already know what it is. Sometimes we cuss, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Just pretend like we're not. Pretend. You'll be fine. Just pretend. Okay. We're also not mental health professionals. I know it sounds like we know a lot, but we don't. What? So if you need to talk to somebody, text home to seven four one seven four one or Nami. Yes. To seven four one seven four. That's N A M I, and the trained professional will text you back. Yeah. All right, let's get into this content. 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 Hey, hey. I start running away. I'm like, oh, do you need a map? <laughs> because I, like, I got it. I got it. I'll guide. I'll guide. You're going the wrong way. Oh, sorry. That's not good enough. So you should um, look at him and his little perch. Little cutie. Little cutie patoot. Little cutie patoot. All right, so should we start? Because... Well, hi. Good afternoon, darling. Hi, I'm Paul. Welcome to the check-in. Oh, we already did shit. Okay, <clears throat> madam. Yeah. How are you doing, friend? I'm doing. Oh, you're asking me already? Okay. Well, you know, um, I woke up today. Uh, the sun is shining. Uh, there's breath in my body. Amen. Isn't that what people say? That dumb shit that people say when they're happy? Oh. Are you happy? What's that? Okay. Just kidding. Hi. I'm happy. I'm doing great today. How are you doing? I'm doing good. It's just, you know, like I woke up mm-hmm. and I got myself together, went downstairs, smells like old bananas. It's okay. Don't worry about that, guys. I got that figured out. Mm-hmm. But I lit it incense and then like my roommate was like, oh no, I made too big of a waffle. And so I'm just looking yeah. at my roommate like, damn that's crazy that's crazy that's crazy that's crazy but my roommate was very adamant about me helping solve this situation even though i was like eh, i don't really do a whole lot of carbs for breakfast very adamant is a strange way to say i openly oh were you there yeah you were there Mm -hmm. because i thought this was my story So like I was saying, um, I being the good natured human that I am was like, let me help my roommate. So I ate a a square, you know, and then I ate another square because I was like, wow, you know, she's definitely having to just get through this turkey bacon that she doesn't even like. And even though I've made a full protein shake for myself, I made sure to eat those two pieces. So I did charity work this morning. and crazy. Yeah, how was your morning? Great, cool. Moving on. <laughs> I'm sure they were good. That charity helped you out. Um. Well, you know. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. 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 There's nothing like you know when you do charity work, guys. It's it's healing from the inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't give you gas at all. Charity work. Nah, a lot of gas. You wanted it. Anyway. I wanted gas. Yes. I wanted to embarrass myself in front of our audio engineer you, by toot-tooting. You saw me put chia seeds in flax seeds. No, I didn't. Oh. I did not, because that's your breakfast, and I was not going to partake. But I did. 
Because you wanted it. I did not. You wanted it in Consent your mouth. Consent is not a thing you in this house. You wanted it in your mouth. Anyway, we're anyway. here to talk about something very, very near and dear to our hearts. Oh my God, yeah. You speak so well. Thank you. Are you black? No. Wow, I knew it. I'm 16% Spanish and 2% Indian. Like from India, not Native American. <sighs> yeah, but like in not Spanish, like south of the border, a Spanish from Spain. That's crazy. So I'm 2.5% European. Wow. Germany to be so. Sad. Oh, wow. Yep. That's, I hope. German. Yeah. Wow, how problematic. Anyway, so moving on. <laughs> we are talking about um, <clears throat> being blackish. Yeah. And what that means. It's like you're black, but you're not black enough for your black friends. Yes, a little bit controversial, you know. So I think, I mean, I think a lot of people have had this experience. Yeah. Um, especially if, if you're, you're not black. <laughs> No, madam. <laughs> Especially if you're, I guess, um, middle class. Yeah. I think that demographic gets hit with this type of issue or experience a lot more often than some other um, demographics. But let me ask you, friend. Yeah. What was your earliest memory of experiencing, you know, being around a group of beautifully melanated people who looked at you and went "Ooh, <laughs> okay twinkie mm, okay bro. oreo bro so my first experiences with that mm-hmm, commentary mm-hmm. um actually came from my family oh. um i have half my family is like fresh off the boat african the other half is very 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 southern country from South mm-hmm. Carolina. Um, so when I'm around my cousins, they always were just like, why do you talk so funny? You're a white girl. And I'm just like, that's weird. Uh, why do you talk so funny? You <laughs> are from not on my coast, so you... You talk a little, you got a little bit of slang to your twang. Yeah. So, you know, I I just always hit them with the the passive aggressiveness. But it did bother me when I was younger because people, like, would make fun of the way I talk. And I didn't understand why. Like, I didn't, I still don't think I code switch. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't back then. I just talked. Yeah. So I felt like people weren't accepting me in my natural state. Mm -hmm. And that was really, you know. It's kind of, it's kind of messing with me because I was just like, wow, am I, am I hanging out with too many white kids? Like, do I have too many white friends? Like, is it, is it spilling over into me? Like, but what does that mean? Like, why is there such thing as speaking white? So it's funny that you said that because, um, both my parents are military. Mm -hmm. My dad was army. My mom was Navy. How they made that work for the few years that they did is beyond me, but hey, (laughs) My brother and I spent a lot of time at grandma's, but <laughs> we were around a lot of white people when we yeah. were growing up. 
especially before we came back to the uh, the continental United States, we mm-hmm. were in a small island called Kwajalein. It's a Marshall Island. Mm-hmm. It's near Hawaii. Um, so I think we were there for a year. That's fun. I didn't know that about you. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> um, and on that island, like, like you can, the biggest thing you can see from the island is the airport. You can just see like mm-hmm. one huge runway and that's it. It was a tiny, tiny, tiny island. Okay. But almost everybody there was white. Okay. So when my brother and I actually came to the continental United States, mm-hmm. we were more inclined to play with other white kids on the playground because that's what we were used to seeing. Mm-hmm. And so I think somebody made commentary to my mom, like, oh, your kids are racist. They're not playing with the other black children. It was just like, we don't know what racist is. We just know we're familiar with that child because that looks like what we used to play with. And so we're going to go over there and play. Wow. But that, I mean, that didn't, Obviously, I have this story from my mom, but mm-hmm. I didn't really like it didn't register anything for for either of us. Mm-hmm. And my mom was an educator, so it was very important to her that we spoke, you know, proper English, mm-hmm. not, you know, A-A-V-E, mm-hmm. like proper, <laughs> proper grammar, yeah. all of that. And. My brother and I would still go to my grandmother's house for the summer. Mm-hmm. She lived in Louisiana. Uh, Homa, shout out Gray, shout out mm-hmm. Linda Ann Av. Mm-hmm. Um, but she would make us go to the summer camp. That was the last time I think I went to my grandma's because the summer camp was awful. All the kids down there mm-hmm. made fun of us. And y'all know, like a Louisiana accent, that that is a very distinct accent. Nola? So, or okay so when you're going down there (laughs) and you're talking like you're from the east coast yeah very proper very private school but i mean it's not like a boston accent like it's not goofy it was goofy to them (laughs) and my brother and i got no offense to anybody from boston (laughs) (laughs) we got alienated the only friend i had at that whole summer camp was a teacher Mm. like the kids wouldn't play with me they thought they kept calling me stupid because of the way that I talked and it was weird because I kept thinking I'm speaking the quote-unquote proper English (laughs) like I'm speaking the more widely accepted Mm -hmm. version of English but y'all are making fun of me so after that I think my brother and I told our mom that we just didn't have a good time And she didn't send us back because my grandmother, she was a teacher as well. Mm -hmm. So I think it was helpful for her for us to be at that camp. But those kids were mean to us. Hmm. So I remember playing in the dirt by myself. Was Almost that whole summer camp. Because those kids, I would try to talk to them. And they'd be like, "Uh, why you say y'all words like that? I don't I'll just stay quiet then. That's how I was taught to speak. I don't... Why do you say your words the way you say Mm -hmm. them? (laughs) Like, why is it that big of a deal? I just... I didn't get it, but every day those kids made fun of us. Was it just the way you guys talked? Or was it like... Because me, I don't know, my cousins would be like, it's the way you talk, it's the way you act, it's the music you listen to. And I'm just like, Paramore fucking slaps. Like, I have good taste in music. 
the fuck? Why are you coming for me? Like, you don't like Linkin Park? You're weird. So <laughs> I think that was still back in the day where music wasn't as universal as it is now. Okay. So a lot of that, you know, that was what they were listening to. And they're looking at us like, why? You don't know this song? What and was that again? We're like, no. What, what was that? Song? I was like, I don't know these songs. Jamal? Oh, okay. So, but they played that one song. Give me the B-Boys and free my soul. I was like, I know this one. Oh, no. I wasn't singing it. I knew better than that. Because I was already have been made fun of for like three weeks. So, I sang it in my heart. But there were a lot of regional songs um, specific to Louisiana and NOLA that my brother and I didn't know. So, and I think we were still both elementary school at the time. So, Mm -hmm. we were pretty young. And... Like I said, back in the day, like you knew your songs on the East Coast, East Coast. And if you was on the West Coast, you had a different lineup of songs that you heard. Like every in the South, like everybody still had their regional music without mm-hmm. too much crossover. Yeah. So, nope, it was just the way that we talked. I mean, we looked as black as any other black child. I mean, I had my Alicia Keys braids and my brother is, uh, has a very deep skin tone. So it's not like, you know. I like that deep skin tone. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like we you know we were um mixed or anything it's not like we were on the spectrum of light skin we weren't we were right just passing yeah no there none was of no that passing we just sounded like we didn't belong i guess and All right that was how that went did that bleed into your adulthood like did that cause a moment of identity crisis that you ever had to go through it made me really not want to be around kids. Because <laughs> kids Which, are assholes. Yeah, they are. They're so freaking mean. <laughs> okay. So the only, like, it didn't deter me from wanting to be in the South because I, I love the South. Like, every person on any show ever. And, you know, I'm from the South. I'm, I'm, a, the so- South. I'm a Southern girl. Wow, my Southern um, heritage. Southern pride. Southern pride. <laughs> um, I really enjoy being down there. Everybody is very nice. Mm-hmm. The food is amazing. Like, the weather is awful in the summertime, but any other time of the year, it's pretty temperate. And he's going to town. Sorry, <laughs> he really is getting all up in that booty hole. <laughs> Good for you, Lulu. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I you know it didn't stop me from wanting to be down there and experience mm-hmm. things. It just made me not want to be around kids because adults didn't seem to mind how I talked or how I acted or mm-hmm. what my proclivities where mm-hmm. they just were like hey that's an adult acting child yeah what I, about you i i mean at first i let it bother me but then i was just like i don't know because of my outward look, appearance i'm clearly black yeah like i just no matter how hard you try to insult me or say like i'm an oreo or a fucking Twinkie? Is that mm-hmm. what you said? I've never heard that before. I think that's more for Asian Asian people. Wow. Kids suck. Anyway, so no matter what you called me, I was still brown on the outside. So I was just like, you're weird. Like, you're really, you're really weird. Um, there was a moment, a brief moment, where, like, my parents started making fun of me. And that's when I was like, what is wrong with me? Am I doing something bad? And it was like, it was because I kept saying like all the time. Mm-hmm. My mom was like, why are you talking like that? I'm like, God. And I was like, 
Cause it's a it's a word it's a filler word. Like sometimes I need I need space between my my <laughs> words and my thoughts. So I say I say filler words, and like is just really easy for me. She was like, "No, it's, it's just sound, you sound like a white girl." Huh? And I was like, "I'm, but I'm I'm not. I mean, I'm, and and no disrespect to white girls. If we got white girls listening, like." You know, be you, white queen. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like, it was said in a negative yeah, way. it's a definitely a derogatory yeah, statement. like, it wasn't, a, it was just like, oh, wow, that private school that I'm forcing you to go to is really rubbing off on you. I didn't ask the fucking, like. <laughs> I think that's why it didn't transfer for me into adulthood until... I went to Stevenson. Mm-hmm. I distinctly remember... I'm going to name drop anyway because we don't talk anymore. But I distinctly remember hanging out with Sierra and she was like, why are you talking like that? And I think some of that Baltimore was starting to like mingle in the way that I spoke. And I was like, yeah, I don't know where this is coming from. I don't speak like this. But by the time I started working my first IT job, Mm -hmm. I was close switching like a mother. I was really. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Hi, Rob. How are you doing? What's up, girl? How you doing? Okay. And I do that. I, I did that with my last contract too. Oh, good morning, Darren. How are you doing, sir? Hey, girl. Hey, what's up, Keisha? What you doing, Okay. Okay, booty out. Like it's just. <laughs> it was just an easy thing to do, but mm-hmm. you got. I suppose what I got out of that is not feeling like I was put in a box because you grow through private school. Well, with us, we were mostly around white kids Mm -hmm. and there was like a 2% Asian and like 8% Hispanic. But there was a cluster of color that just stuck in the corner of the cafeteria. Yep. So (laughs) we we kept to ourselves for Mm -hmm. the most part and did our little thing thing. But yeah, I think that's the only thing that transferred to my adulthood is really code switching. Mm. But at this point, and I think because every, the universe is starting to be a little more woke about, mm-hmm. hey, if I'm talking like this and you know what the fuck I'm saying, then don't act like you like I don't have to speak perfect English for you to know what's happening. Exactly. Why don't you use the verbs when you talk? Because I don't need to. Ooh, you made me think of a story. Go ahead. An adult story. Okay, so when I was working at um, the airport, um, wow, I completely forgot about this. So there's this guy. Mm-hmm. I th- I think we flirted with each other. Like I wasn't sure. Like I was kind of intrigued because he was like six seven, mm-hmm. and I was like at the time maybe four seven. I grew an inch um, since then. So I. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was just doing a carry to one. I uh, was very intrigued. And, you know, he was talking to me about a lot of things. And he was interesting. And one time we were texting and I said something. I said, like, like I spelled out Trina or, or you know, one of those words. Trina, finna, something like wanna, that. Wanna, do a, cut a, shit a, I don't even know. I don't even know. Like, you know, I spelled that out. And he was like, I hate when you talk like that. And I was like, huh? I'm texting. What you mean? He was like, see, that. What you mean? You're an educated girl. Like, speak proper English. And I, yeah, yeah. He pulled that on me. And I was like, oh, I don't think we're friends anymore. Because I'm offended now. So, 
fuck you. Like it, it literally, I hate when people try to police, just police you period. Like, because it, it'd be different if you, for what, well, you know, my honey muffin has been here for a very, very long time. Yeah. So there is rarely any amount of Ebonic slang, yeah. AAVE that he yeah. doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. But the only reason I will make it a point to speak in proper English is if I'm talking to somebody whose English is not their first language. Yeah. Because I'm not trying to confuse them. It's yeah. already confusing. If, if you've ever tried to speak in another language, any type of regional accent, that's going to throw you off. So I understand that. I mm-hmm. get it. So I will try to speak my most proper Queen's English that I can muster. Not Queen's English. But anybody else? I'm like, you know what I'm saying. So why are you, why are you doing like, this? Why are you being weird? Because I, you're not better than anybody because you speak in thing. anything else. Like, do you want me to stop using contractions too? Like, oh no, 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 nobody's doing that for you. You feel uncomfortable for what? You feel better than somebody for what? I can use less words to say what I need to say than mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. I feel elite. Go away. Goodbye. But like, so that was, so code switching to me, like the way I internalize it, it's, it's kind of negative in my mind, the mm. way I think about it. Okay. Only because I've been on like the receiving end. Like I've had black people code switch around me as if I was a white person and I felt dumb, oh. uncomfortable. I was like, why are you talking like this? Like you're like girl from Baltimore. I used to work with her. She'd be, you know, oh my God, it's so crazy. But then when she'd get on the phone, she'd be like... I don't know who you think you talking to. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> yeah. So when I was experiencing that, I was just kind of like, it made me question like the whole concept behind code switching and like p- other people's comfort levels. Like mm-hmm. I thought I was making other people feel uncomfortable and I never want to be that type of person. But mm. but that made me think like, OK, is the way I'm speaking or acting like am I making people feel weird, uncomfortable or less than like I don't want to be that person to somebody. Mm. I don't want to make them feel that way. So code switching in my my experience has been really fucking negative because people have done that around me. And I'm just like, why be yourself? I'm not, I don't police people. Mm -hmm. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. I feel like those are people who haven't gotten the chance to know you though. Maybe. I mean, work code switching is, is very different than doing it with different friends. Like I will definitely mix in a little, little Japanese when I'm talking to my, my weed friends, my little, my fellow otaku. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but when I'm talking to like a regular adults, I don't do that because they're just going to be confused and think I'm weird. And I, I think most of my, you know, like, oh, you're black, but you're not black enough. Now as an adult is not the way that I speak. Yeah. Because I just speak however I'm, I'm going to speak. I mean, yeah. we like a skip and a hop in a trip from Baltimore. Baltimore. So <laughs> it's just the way that I talk now is just the way that I talk. And yeah. sometimes I'm talking to Honey Muffin and he's just like, wow, mm. that's the accent coming in strong. And I'm like, oops. I say stuff and I'm like, yeah, automobile, bill, automobile, bill, car, car. Like I catch myself and I'm like, oh, that's not weird. What am I doing? Am I, am I from Baltimore? What's happening? 
money. Yes. But <laughs> now it's just the the alternative black. Yeah. Oh, you like anime? You like that Japanese stuff? Is weird. Oh, you eat sushi? That's weird. But why? Like, it's not weird. Like, I don't know. It's just a weird. Like, I won't say weird, but I have a compilation of of strange. Um characteristics i'll say so i'm like okay yes i'll listen to pretty much whatever sounds good if that's japanese metal it's japanese metal if it's evanescence from 2003 it's evanescence if it's black pink on your radio black pink in your area oh in your area (laughs) not on your radio that's okay it could be on both uh (laughs) like I'm going to listen to whatever I like. It makes me feel good at the time. Yeah. So maybe that's Tony Braxton. Maybe that's, I don't know, Michael Buble. I, I don't know. Whatever. Whatever it is, it's, it's, it's what I'm listening to. And the same thing with, like, I like anime. That's a good time for me. Mm-hmm. I don't like Korean dramas. I haven't gotten that far yet. Okay. But I know people who do. So it's just like, let, let people do what they're going to do without yeah. having to label them as something. Bro, I hate people. Can we okay. can we get into the the topics of us hating people? Um, no, we got other shit to talk about. Damn. Okay, yeah. you keep me on track. All right. So, like, <laughs> I think so. We wrap wrap up wrap up. Um, See, this is hard. This is why I told you about segways, Timothy. This is difficult. It's not difficult. You just gotta be like in the moment. But you're a finesse level god. So I, this is very surprising that you don't segue well because you're a finesser. Oh, um, I don't know. Maybe we need to apply a certain amount of pressure on me for me to finesse. Oh. Like pretend like... I'm going to throw that whole banana bread away if you don't segue properly today. Wow, that's crazy. Is that enough pressure? The time that it was so crazy where I thought about talking about something else... And that's my attempt at a segue. Wow, so no banana bread tonight. You ready for that to just go in the trash? Why would you do that? I, you should have probably pressure. <laughs> that's the only leverage I have. Oh, what no. else am I going to do? Lock you in your room? Yes. I don't know. I don't know. I think you can get out. Shit. You have thumbs. Not the not banana bread. It was really good. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed that one piece. Anywho, <laughs> what we were talking about... Um, being the black sheep in the family so oh yeah that's funny because yeah. black okay um i don't think i felt like the black sheep in the family as opposed to like any amount of whiteness it's been like around my dad's family i feel like i'm not uh knowledgeable enough in country affairs oh um, yeah because they they be like, oh yeah, we gonna go fishing and do, and I'm just like, I'm gonna sit here. I don't know what these things mean. I mean, like I have no recollection or understanding of that. And then my mom's side of family, um, they're very. I'm getting better now that I actually like to. I'm starting to find out things that I like to do that the rest of the family does as well. So. Mm-hmm. My big mama, she was really, really big into making these big, big meals. And um, she had this like very famous uh, caramel cake 
that she would make. And my auntie Annette, bless her heart. Um, that sounds divine. She was one of the people who could make it very well, but mm-hmm. she passed away uh, a few years ago. My cousin Ronnie, mm-hmm. she knows how to make it. And that caramel cake, <laughs> exquisite. I was like, I can taste the love of my baby mama when I eat it. It's so good. So I'm starting to find things where I kind of try to work my way into stuff. But mm. if anybody is just, you know, regular, regular any side of the family that's like, yeah. hey, what you been up to? I've been reading this manga called Black Clover. It's been pretty good. The anime ended a couple years ago. Um, but it's okay. We were waiting for the movie. And honestly, I'm excited for the subtitles because the dub hasn't always hit with me or resonated with me. And they're going to be like, too much. That's too, much too much, too soon. You had to reel it in? Yeah. So now I just got to be like, oh, well, you know, working, working and living. That's very limiting, though. Paying bills. Like, you can't really express yourself. No. Because you're odd? Yes. <laughs> very, very much so. But I have to admittedly, like, I don't go to a lot of family reunions mm-hmm. because I don't, I feel like I have to perform when I'm there. And that's mm-hmm. not a good time for me. So I will make it my business to that's say it. it is. Because I think when, as you get older, mm-hmm. There's a little part of you that's just like, hey, I want to spend more time with my family. But when you don't feel accepted by your family yeah. because you're alternative or odd or you don't have the same likes mm-hmm. and um, interests that other people have, you're just not comfortable there. So I'm yeah. like, do I want to be you uncomfortable? Know, buy plane tickets to be uncomfortable for a weekend when I can be in my own space mm-hmm. and be comfortable and actually hang out with people who accept you yeah. and love you? Yeah. Because I definitely have friends who don't get the anime stuff. And they're mm-hmm. just like, all right, get it how you live. And I appreciate yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, yeah, I may have never met you before. But if you mention Avatar The Last Airbender, I'm going to talk to you. <laughs> and only you probably in the room for a good 25 minutes. That's, that's your litmus test. Yep. Beautiful. So I just, you know, there are people who go, oh, wow, this person's really passionate about this. I'm going to try to segue out of this as... <laughs> as as gently as I can because now I'm tired of talking about this subject or you have people just like oh do you still watch that kind of stuff and they're just like oh okay well I'm gonna go because um I didn't know we were doing like small-minded people things here (laughs) goodbye but what Um, about you friend shit yeah I feel like I just think differently than I don't know it's just me and my cousins around the same age we're just different yeah. On both sides of my family. Like, mm-hmm. I cannot relate to boomers. I cannot relate to Gen X. Like, they're just so, no offense, all offense. Mm-hmm. They're so closed minded. Like, I can't, I can't break through that wall. So I feel like my patience is, has been spent. Yeah. Like, the older I get, I am more aware of how different I am and when I'm around my family. Mm-hmm. I'm more aware of how, uncomfortable my family makes me I'm more aware of how everything I do is heavily criticized Mm -hmm. like I wore a sweater at my parents house and it's just it's a sweater Mm -hmm. I didn't design the sweater it's just it has patches on the elbows Mm -hmm. and my dad was like why are you wearing that white people patch sweater and I was like huh I'm just what 
Why are you why are you attacking me? What is a white people sweater? That doesn't even fucking make sense. It's just a sweater. I am wearing a sweater and you're criticizing me, but then it's just, you know, they turn it into, oh, you're being too sensitive and blah, blah, blah. No, you're making me uncomfortable. I'm going to leave. Yeah. Like, okay, if I'm being too sensitive to be around you, fine. I'm too sensitive to be around you, so I need to leave. I can't be around you. Mm-hmm. That's what it is now. So, Like, and... The older I get, the more apparent that is becoming. Mm-hmm. And so I definitely feel like the black sheep in my family. Like, I feel like I wouldn't be able to tolerate a family reunion at the age that I am now because, I mean, I'm just, I'm not here for people's bullshit. And I know a lot of things now that I didn't know <laughs> yeah. back then. Mm-hmm. And so I am very much not with the shits. It's a lot of... Me not showing up to certain events is me showing grace. Yeah. Because, like you said, the Mm. information you know about your family sometimes, like, if you want to open this box, we can open it right now. Like, everybody can get mentioned. But I would have more respect if you just brought it up. Like, you just being like, I don't understand why you act like this towards me. You don't. You should. You, I've made it very clear. You don't know why I don't like you. You don't know why I don't like how you treat somebody else that I love. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Don't insult my intelligence. Hi, pretty boy. He's like, I want to see you on the table. I'm going to jump up, Dale. All right, come on. Oh, let me rub my face on some things first. Do what you need to do, homie. Um, but yeah, I definitely... I definitely feel that, um, and I know that if I'm going to hang out that I, with people that don't accept me for all of my quirkiness, mm-hmm. that I have to make sure that I provide enough um, of a space for myself so that if I have to be, like if I choose to you know, be around people, mm-hmm. if I'm going to a family reunion, I'm getting my own transportation, I'm getting my own room, yep. I am not about to sit here, and, excuse me, thanks, I'm not about <laughs> to you know, sit there and just exist in a space that's upsetting for me. Mm-hmm. If I don't feel comfortable, if I'm starting to get tired and my social battery is running out, I love you guys and feeling really tired today. I'm going to have to go. And as soon as I get in my car, you know, I, I, I play my UGK all the way loud and I peel off. But that, I mean, that that's that. But, you know, speaking, speaking of peeling off in your car. Fucking trash can. How... Has your life been going with these gas prices? I ah thanks. Um, so I hate people. Um, okay, people suck. So earlier in May, uh, some ransomware hacking took place with Colonial Gas Organization Incorporation mm-hmm. Association, and all the East Coast got butt fucked. Um. So, number one, what I have to say to the hackers, whatever your intent was, that was some privileged bullshit that you pulled. Even if your intention was pure, even if you meant to stick it to the man, you know, what you did affected so many people that rely 
on gas to fuel their fucking cars. We don't all drive Teslas. How dare you? How dare you? I really don't. I can't think that this was done for the betterment of anybody but the hacker because ransomware is I'm trying to make some money. So what? Okay. so what I heard was the the hackers were going to use the money for charity, but the organizations that they were going to donate the money to, they were like, no, we're not going to accept this dirty money like this is bad. What you're doing is bad. If you could use that skill set to hack into Sally May, Greater Lakes Borrowing Company, like fuck with people's student loans, mm-hmm. okay? Okay? Like don't mess with people's way of transportation because the gas station up the street, mm-hmm. they had to close for a day. That's a black-owned gas station. And knowing people who <laughs> work at, you know, gas stations, you don't make that much money. You don't make that so much especially money. especially when it's closed, I mean, people aren't coming to buy gas. And if they're not going there for gas, they're most likely not going there for their lottery tickets, cinnamon rolls, coffee, whatever. Exactly. I only filled up once okay. during that whole gas shortage shenanigan. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't bothered because I don't like to leave my house anyway. So it didn't really bother me. It just seemed like, a, wow, people are being stupid again. People are being stupid again, just like they were at the beginning of the pandemic. We're hopefully rounding a corner towards the end, hopefully. Um, And they decided, hey, let's not stop being stupid. Yeah, there are new ways for us to be more stupid. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's do it before the summer starts. Let's Let's start off the summer being as dumb as possible. Let's panic buy all the gas. Wow. Yeah. Fantastic. People fucking suck. Yes. And speaking of sucking, because there's so much sucking going around. Let's hit our government and then foreign government. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, um, all the governments suck right now. Yeah. (laughs) Just kidding. I love my job. (laughs) Anyway. Um, (laughs) so I was scriggity scrolling on Mm -hmm. my IG and I usually just follow food places, local businesses, Mm -hmm. fitness people, Mm -hmm. all black people because Mm -hmm. I love black people, but I follow some blickety blickety black people. Some woke hotel type. Okay. Some very good looking ones too. Bless, bless your beard, baby. Anyway. What I saw was like a snapshot from the shade room mm-hmm. where it said um, that Joe Biden has signed this Asian hate bill. So uh, President Joe Biden signed a bill addressing the increase in ha- Asian hate crimes linked to COVID-19. Mm-hmm. The legislation would assign an official in the Justice Department to review and expedite all reports of hate crimes related to coronavirus. And it was weird because I was like, didn't he just sign a bill getting rid of menthols? I'm like, you take it away from the black community, but you like, and this is not like a, oh, if Asia people are being protected, like stop protecting them and help the black people. Mm-hmm. I love Asian people. Yeah. You know, my Elizabeth Warren, I'm 2% Asian, 2% Indian out here. Okay. But, but he did this in like six months. Yeah. So the fact that he hasn't done what he needs to do for the black community, which let me remind you, you're not black if you didn't vote for him. Yeah. It's just like, okay, Joseph. Joseph said that. Joseph said, you're not black if you don't vote for me. And he won the presidency. There has not been any legislative action. To assist the black community to to correct any of the 
high rates of incarceration, for the police brutality. There are so many big issues right now. Okay. And let me just break this down for the audience because I know like a lot of people of different backgrounds, all three people listen to this show. So um, Black Liberation 1 is so important because once that happens, everybody gets liberated. Mm -hmm. Anti-blackness is so so heavily ingrained in every part of our government and how people are treated and how people are abused and abused by the system, right? Mm -hmm. So when we talk about black liberation, like, yes, it's very black specific, but it will ripple effect to every corner, Mm -hmm. Of the globe. That's increasing the strength of the economy. Yes. That's increasing the state of living in communities all. Like, it sounds so cliche, but when the, and this is actually, I think, kind of biblical as well, but when the least of us is doing better, everybody gets gets a level up. Yeah. So... It's just like, yes, do we want Asian people to be protected? Yes. yes. We want Asian people to be protected. We want queer people to be protected. We want black people to be protected. We want everybody to be protected. Yes. But the singling out of like, oh, you know what? The Asian demographic is a demographic of people that we like more or that <laughs> is more of, you know, the yeah. quote unquote good immigrant. We're going to help them. I feel like this will get taken the wrong way, but like. You have to understand how just blatant and in our face it is that we are excluded Mm -hmm. out of every equality conversation ever. And it's so frustrating. It's just like, how many protests for police brutality do we have to, peaceful protests? Like, Mm -hmm. what more do we have to do to have accountability in our police forces? Mm -hmm. What more do we have to ask for? Very bare minimum, because when that happens, then you won't have, you know, unarmed white people getting gunned down by the police either. You know what I'm saying? Like, Because it's not just a, a, uh, I mean, I think it affects black people more than any other people group. But no, this is is a problem across the board. This has affected white kids, black kids, Asian kids, Hispanic Mm -hmm. kids. It's not just us. So when it feels like we're not getting, you know, solidarity in this fight that seems to be only our fight it's not it's not so and it's just very strange and you don't know like I think it's important I think you need to have it but I also feel like it was a slight slap in the face because it's mm -hmm. just like when can we get something like some type of hate crime like you you really gotta break it down in American history language Mm -hmm. And so I, much this country hasn't. And I don't think we've had anything for no reparations. Like, I, I don't think we've had any major legislation happen since the 60s. I mean, they are still like the Brianna law and all these little things that are going like these are state laws. Correct. Yes. They're not federal. They're 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 still in the, in Congress. They are not passing federal legislation that will directly impact. Uh, racial inequality Mm -hmm. and it's it's weird it's gross it's kind of like why are you guys so afraid to tackle this like nobody is willing to do anything about this but you know 
other groups will have their own type of legislation mm -hmm. that'll get passed very easily. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like every police shooting should go through the DOJ, mm -hmm. should be investigated by the DOJ. But, you know, that's asking for too much. But then in like a specific like, let me let me <laughs> let me read that one more time okay. for you guys. <laughs> the legislation would assign an official in the Justice Department to review and expedite all reports of hate crimes related to COVID. So it's not even that we're just going, hey, you know, we're going to look at this and see there is a space being created mm -hmm. specifically for this issue mm -hmm. that has not been going on for very long. That will probably stop once COVID is, you know, yeah. in check, mm -hmm. which hopefully is very soon. People are still wilding right now. Probably yeah. going to get a wave 67 soon, but whatever. And to clarify, fuck all those people that are attacking Asian people just because they're Asian. Yeah, that's not how that works. That's and it's <laughs> like, <laughs> like, read a book, like, do some research. Educate yourself. Because um, it's, it's just ignorant. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And you're... It, it breaks my heart. It's like on par with the, you know, people who um, were Arab and Muslim mm -hmm. who were getting attacked because, oh, you, you and I, it breaks my heart because you don't yeah. even know, like these are elderly people that are getting beat up. Out like of these are mobs of people beating up elderly Asian people. It's fucking trash. And that absolutely needs to stop. And yes. it needs to be a hate crime. It needs to be processed expeditiously. But so are these other things that happen. How long has police brutality against black people been disproportionately a black issue in this country? Like Rodney King was the first thing I remember learning about in regards to police brutality. And from there, how many more hashtags have there been? So many, so many video ev evidence, eyewitness accounts, families that are missing husbands, children. It's just it's heartbreaking because even after the, you know, that small victory we, we got mm -hmm. with the um, David, whatever his name, case. What's his name? David Sher Sher Oh, Chauvin. Yeah. Derek Chauvin. David. Darren. <laughs> Dookie. That dude. Yeah. Um, He's about to start appealing like hell. We couldn't even relax because the very next day it was another hashtag. It was yeah. somebody else who had lost their life. So... Yes. Are we happy that our, you know, our Asian brothers and sisters in the Asian community has legislation to try to at least prosecute the people who are, you know, violating their communities, mm -hmm. violating their safety, assaulting them? Yes, mm -hmm. of course we are. I love the Asian community. But there is still not a lynching bill passed yeah. through con Congress. Mm hmm. It's and still, lynchings are still happening. Lynchings are still happening. And I encourage everybody to watch the United States versus Billie Holiday. Girl. Strange I, Fruit. I couldn't. I mean, it, it is a very sad film, but like... If you have the stomach and the emotional yeah. like stamina to get through it, there are a lot of quote-unquote black stories yeah. on Hulu that really show you like... This country ain't shit. And it's not gotten <laughs> better. Really? I mean, there are strides that we've taken that was a huge bird that just mm -hmm. flew by wow um, i'm glad it didn't fly into the window i'm too there are strides that we've had as a gen as generations go by but 
I don't think it's unfair for us to say, hey, this is unacceptable. Because mm-hmm. the reason why I brought up that film was there were, you know, informational slides at the end of the movie. And it literally says to this day in 2021 or 2020, mm-hmm. whenever the movie came out, Congress still hasn't been able to pass an anti-lynching bill mm-hmm. or make it like a hate crime or something like that. And I'm just like, how many congressional... We are on, what, our 137th? And it's (laughs) interesting because we still see every once in a while, which I think they passed some kind of law. I think it was state. um, Because Emmett Till's grave marker Mm -hmm. was still being vandalized. Mm -hmm. It was being shot. It was being, like, all this other stuff. And I'm like, okay, you can pass a law to try to keep this grave marker safe. But we're not, we're asking you to protect the people that are alive. We don't want to have to keep having memorials and grave markers for people who lost their lives and got no justice. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's really sickening and it's really upsetting. But, hey, that's just for us here in America, our local stuff. You want to... Yeah, speaking of justice, um, y'all. All right. All right, so boom. <laughs> I mean, if this episode pisses people off, so be it. But um, what is happening in Israel and Palestine right now um, is remarkably sad. Mm-hmm. Um, I encourage, I implore everybody to educate yourself on the situation happening Um, And be wary of a lot of the misinformation that's going around. There is a lot of uh, Jewish-Muslim solidarity Mm -hmm. um, between both communities. And I think for the first time ever, we are seeing, maybe it's a generational shift, Mm -hmm. but we are seeing a lot of people stand up for Palestine. Mm -hmm. Um, What they have been experiencing for years has been... Remark. I mean, it's it's been genocide. It's been apartheid. Mm-hmm. It's been all the ides. Mm-hmm. Like it's really, really fucked up what's going on over there. And the fact that for years, my personal experience, I was afraid to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I did not want to be perceived as an anti-Semite. Um, so I, I was okay with staying in the dark. I was like, that's far away from here. That's none of my business. I'm not going to speak on that. But that is such a very dark and ignorant place to remain in, especially, especially when I have Muslim friends Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, have family in that area that are being attacked, that Mm -hmm. are being told they need to leave their their family home just because, Mm -hmm. you know, that was wrong of me to not say shit about that. So I've been doing a lot of educating, Mm self-educating. I've been, you know, asking people for resources and Just doing the most I can to learn about what's going on. It's not a conflict. Mm -hmm. Like the media tries to call it a conflict. It's not a conflict. It is genocide that Mm -hmm. is happening right now. There are ways to get involved and stay educated. My advice to everybody is just educate yourself. Mm -hmm. Educate yourself with information that is trustworthy and not skewed or Mm -hmm. biased. And I know that's hard to find. Go to a .org or .gov. Or even shit. Some of these TikTokers. Some of these TikTokers be educating the masses. So, yeah, if you're going to a .com or getting everything from social media, I would be a little wary, Mm -hmm. especially if it's Facebook. Um, Facebook Mm -hmm. does have algorithms where they do alter what you can and cannot see. So Mm -hmm. just be careful with that. Um, But, yeah. Don't remain in your echo chamber. Yes. Expand your mind. Break out that bitch. Break out. 
And speaking of breaking out, <laughs> so <laughs> actually, before we <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, before we get to uh, some some things about breakout. So we want y'all to take action, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what I saw the other day, which is very interesting to me. Now I've just been fully onboarded to. Um, the company that I now work for full time. The last mm-hmm. fa- five months, I've been a contract hire, so now I am fully hired. Woo woo, go me. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was interesting is I got an email after they finally sent my stuff about uh, Mental Health Action Day, and I also saw some Snap um, what filters mm-hmm. uh, tags. What, what, mm-hmm. they, what they call them? Whatever they yeah, call. Yeah, um, Snap tags, Snap filters. Them things. Geotags. Geofilters. Yes. Yeah. Um, about it, too. And I was like, I've never heard of this mental health action day. And I've been a proponent for mental health ever since I got depressed. So <laughs> <laughs> that was like three, four years ago. So I was like, what the heck is this? But I got an email in my email box. Um, Thursday, May 20th was mental health action day and um, basically encourages you to, to, you know, take action on your mental health and empower some people to, mm-hmm. you know, either do research um, on, you know, mental health issues or ways that they can assist people who have mental health illnesses, whatever, whatever, or do whatever. do a self-care day. Yes. So I was just like, oh, this is pretty nifty. Like, this is cute or whatever. Because mm-hmm. uh, I had never seen, seen that before. Mm-hmm. I wish I would just give more mental health vacation days because that's yeah. what I need. I'm just like... You're doing this on a Thursday where I have to work? Why is this not an off day? That would be good for my mental health if you give me the day off. Yeah, like mental health action day. You take the whole day off and you tell us on Friday what actions you took. Yeah. Self-care, I slept all day. Paid time off. P-T-O. Like That's what I want. I, I don't understand. I mean, I guess... At least you can say they're trying. It just feels like it's play play. Like, it's nice to get, you know, that. um, It's like commercialized pride, commercializing mental health. It's like you get (laughs) seen. So you feel a little bit better because you feel like you you're being represented in a in a certain sense. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, okay, the things that would actually help Mm -hmm. the situation is not having to be at work. (sighs) Give people a half day, maybe not even the whole day off. Or National Telework Day and no emails. National Don't Send Anybody an Email Day. Like, these are things I would approve and I would appreciate. Exactly, because y'all stress me out. And <laughs> I, um, I definitely did my paperwork so that I put that um, I have a disability or whatever. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Mm, I hide that. Wow. Oh, your field. That makes you feel weird. Yeah. I j- no, I need you to know. So when I flip out later, you can't be like, you didn't tell us we're firing you. Be- because what? Because what? It better not be for my MDD. I know it's not for my MDD because I'm easily triggered. Major depression with mixed features? Yup. Got you. Major depressive disorder with mixed features. <sighs> So I just thought that was nifty. I mean, I know all of May is mental health awareness, um, which is great. I still think it flies under the radar uh, pretty mm-hmm. often. I 
do think that I see more commercials and such for it, but I think those commercials are really just catered to us because we look at these apps and we look at this information. But hey, if you got like a little notice, especially if it's from your job, you know, count that little checkbox as at least they 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 see something. They if you see. didn't, hit your HR up. Hit your HR up and go, hey. I think it would be very interesting if you guys would highlight Mental Health Action Day. You're funny. You assume HR checks their emails. Don't care. Don't care. Do you do your little business <laughs> and just mention it because you never know what you know. Mm-hmm. I know I follow a girl um, on Facebook who just switched from being a teacher to HR and mm. the amount of things that she was able to, and granted has no background history in HR, has no degree in HR, or anything like that, but mm-hmm. she's been able to get a lot of things accomplished. And especially if you're at a, a small um, business or you have, you know, a good rapport with HR mm-hmm. or at least a good rapport with other people mm-hmm. in your office, mm-hmm. you never know. You could start something really, really good. People, do hold a little a lot of value um and weight to people who are well liked in their office so they will actually try to do something maybe that's just donuts maybe that's just a little card everybody gets saying hey i hope you have a mental healthy day mentally healthy day whatever because that could be the difference between somebody going home and feeling seen or not makes a big difference definitely thought about doing that with my job now Mm -hmm. but um i'm starting to not care about being liked I'm just showing up for my check. Y'all know why I'm here. Good luck. Um, Because I'm just annoyed with, you know, the position that I'm in, the space that I'm in right now. So, I don't know. Hopefully, I get some of that positive juju back into my bloodstream, maybe, after the panorama. One day. One day. One day. But right (laughs) now, it's not there. I don't give. I mean, it would have been nice to at least get an email, but I know that. Uh, legal field is heartless nobody really cares and when they do care there's an ulterior motive behind their caring Mm -hmm. so I just don't trust people and that is a life of a cynic hey that's not me guys I have hope and stuff that's crazy because I have hope you Mm, don't not in your workplace not in my workplace no but in in like in the cloud I hope for that's why we're twins we complete each other in different areas of our lives. I hope at work. And if I don't see the hope, I make it. Mm-hmm. Hey, what are you doing today? Oh, nothing. Just celebrating Mental Health Action Day. <laughs> I have major depressive disorder. Today I'm taking action to love myself. Might take half the day off. What are you doing today? Time sheets? Cool. That's great. It's <laughs> a positive attitude. I love it. I just, hey, sometimes because people think you're always funny anyway, yeah. you just say whatever the hell you want. They're just going to be like, <laughs> that short day is so funny. <laughs> I want you to take me seriously. I've given up on that. Am I a joke to you? Yep. <laughs> I've given up. Put on my little clown makeup and go to work. I do my eight and skate. Eight and skate. Yep. Trash. All right. Last thing I want to touch touch on. Mm-hmm. These motherfucking masks. <laughs> Bro. Mask up. Mask up. So the CDC, the Controlled Dangerous Substance Organization, um, that's not Center for Disease and 
stupidity. I don't know what they do anymore. Center disease, center dummies, center. care for dummies collectively. Cool. Can't. Dope. Dummify. Co. So. Switching. All right. I, I made it in my mind. Mm-hmm. I was like, as soon as the CDC says there's no more pandemic, yep. that's when I'm going to be out here in these streets, like uh-huh. real heavy. But then they decided um, to get rid of the mask mandate for vaccinated people. Mm-hmm. Here is my sole problem with that. What's your sole problem? Come on, tell us. Why now? Uh-huh. After over a year of bullshit, are we rely- relying on the honor system and just assuming people are getting vaccinated? Why now? Why would we do that right now? Because we're running out of money. America's ghetto. I'm, su- I'm so, I'm tired. So trailer park. I'm exhausted with just the level. And, and there was joy. President joseph biden instagrammed with glee what a beautiful day for america we can finally take off our mask 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 but it's like bro why are we sorry i'm shaking the table because i'm so passionate about this (laughs) i i don't understand why now we are leaving it up to people to do the right thing at this point we have made so much progress within the first 200 or 100 or so days of of this new presidency with getting people vaccinated like you can get vaccinated now there's no wait list there's no nothing like they are taking walk-ups now that's beautiful if if the last jackass was still in office i don't think we would be where we are right now no because it's not even real and he survived it so he's fine he survived it and got vaccinated in secret and had access to To the best medical care best medical care not even money could buy. That's straight but position. He's fine. So I don't understand why you upset or whatever. It's just so frustrating, bro. It, maybe it's because I have a lot of family in the medical field. Maybe it's because I've had people two degrees away from me literally die from this fucking virus. Decease because of a virus. Okay. I'm so passionate about this. Like, I just don't understand if we just would have been more vigilant last year, over half a million people wouldn't have died. Mm-hmm. Like, I, did we hit a million? We probably hit the million mark. Oh, yeah, we definitely did. I think New York by itself pretty much got that covered. But, like, that is insane. That is terrifying. Like, this is my first pandemic that I've lived through. Shout out to the higher power for keeping me safe. Amen. Um, but it's scary. It's scary. And it was disappointing that people just didn't care. And now the CDC... And I'm going to call Dr. Fauci, too. They're on some bullshit where they're just like, oh, we just have to trust that people are going to do the right thing. Why? They weren't doing the right thing when we were ordered to stay home. They were still having pandemic parties in L.A. What the fuck? Why are we assuming that we can just let a people, especially American people, do the right thing? Y'all don't make no goddamn sense to me. You talk about small government and you not wanting interference. But at the same time, you, y'all were begging for stimulus checks. Because you couldn't pay, you want, you want fucking rent forgiveness? Because you couldn't pay, but you want small government. You don't think the government should be making decisions for you. 
Right. Yeah, so... um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you were, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just, you're very passionate. It man. just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, if we just would have held steady for a, a solid four months, like, united front... We would have been like New Zealand. I mean, like, I shouldn't add fuel to this fire, but um, you had told me that you read an article about some some Yankees. So, okay. Another thing about this mask problem that I have. See, you, you get me fired up. All right. So, boom. Six Yankees players or six or seven, something, something like that, fully vaccinated. They got that that two vac shot, not that limited edition shot. I got that one. It was good. <laughs> so they got that ninety seven percent efficacy, right? They caught COVID. Y'all don't understand how vaccines fucking work, and it really pisses me off, bro. The point of the vaccine. Here, hear me, hear me, real quick. <laughs> the point of the vaccine is to make sure that you don't die. But that doesn't mean you won't catch the virus. That also doesn't mean that you won't do irreparable damage to your body. We don't know the long-term effects of COVID. I mean, we are still... I I mean, shout out to the people that are surviving it and living through it, and they're cool now, but, like, we don't know Mm -hmm. what damage the virus has done, so taking these chances... It just, it seems so premature to me. And maybe I'm being too cautious, whatever, whatever. Maybe I'm just like, oh, you're just a scary bitch. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Yes, I'm scared of COVID. Is that, I have asthma. Like, I I don't want to deal with a, a virus that damages my lungs. I just don't want to get it at all. So, I mean, like, I definitely, I went to the gym Tuesday, mm-hmm. and I was in there working out, doing my lifting and stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm that girl ain't got no mask on. Why this girl ain't got no mask on? So while I'm trying to, de- you know, debate whether I'm about to snitch or not, I finished my workout. She was still there. I was like, oh, I'm gonna go to the front desk. I'm gonna tell. I'm telling everybody. And then I saw the little stand there, and it said optional. And I was like, oh, not at my gold's gym. <laughs> But yeah, they just made it optional. And then when yeah. I went to take my car to the mm-hmm. uh, collision place so they can look at the damage, mm-hmm. nobody in there had a mask on. Which, yeah. have I stopped wearing my mask in the gym if I'm doing cardio? Yes. I put that on until I stop being able to breathe and then I take that off and I'd be like, <gasps> but I wash my hands. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually, nine out of 10, will wear my mask out mm-hmm. unless, you know, it fell out the thing and it fell on the floor yeah, and I'm yeah. not putting that back on my face. But. In places like the gym, mm-hmm. in places that are heavily populated, in places that I haven't been to and don't look clean, mm-hmm. I'm keeping my mask on. What I'm waiting for is for people to be like, like start banning them. Banning mask? Because I Sorry, feel like man. it's going to get in here. to the point where the CD is gonna, CDC is going to be like, nobody no long, you know, nobody needs to wear masks anymore. And then businesses are going to be like, no, you can't come in here with a mask. Listen. That's what I think is going to happen maybe in the next year or so. And I'm going to be upset because I, I should be like, you go to Asian countries, mm-hmm. if they're sick, if they have a cold, they if they have, a mask. they just wear a mask. So other people don't catch what they have. So why is that such an issue here? I caught an upper respiratory infection. My 
first year living with you, mm-hmm. I bought masks before I knew yep. what the Lord had in store for us. Yeah. I bought a box of masks. It was great because there was a shortage. There was a just shortage a month, later. a month later. And I was like, wow, that's incredible how crazy life is. Like, I'm wearing a mask because I don't want to get you sick. Mm-hmm. Just the the very bare minimum of mm-hmm. consideration just with having somebody you live with. But then, lo and behold, the rest of the world, they could give a fuck less if you die right in the... Oh, my last job. My last job. They wanted me to die in the middle of that courthouse. I swear they did not care about us at all. They didn't care about our health. They didn't care about anybody else's health. They were just like, what? It's just a flu. It doesn't matter. How many people caught it? Yeah, and how many people died? How many people died? And the population of... Employees at that place that I worked at, the age average was that demographic where you was going to die. It was not in the stars for them. So, I mean, it's just it was incredible. It was incredible and disappointing. I'm constantly disappointed by humanity. Um, The CDC can tell me to smoke crack and I probably wouldn't do it. So, (laughs) like, I just like. The CDC also told us not to wash our chickens, so they lost credibility a long time ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I don't know. Y'all let us know what she... I mean, like, am I eager to not have to wear a mask? Yes. It is hot. But if I feel more comfortable wearing it because I don't want to catch a virus yeah. that will destroy my lungs... An that I, airborne virus. Yeah. I think I'm going to just... I'm going to just be careful. It's yeah. better to be safe than sorry because I don't want to be sorry because sometimes when you sorry, you dead. Yeah, I'm not even... I'm not even... And you can't know. even be dead when you're sorry because you dead. You just dead. I'm going to haunt everybody. I'm going to be like, oh, I caught the COVID. I'm haunting the CDC. I'm going straight to the source. <laughs> Woogity boogity. <laughs> okay. I think that wraps up everything I was pissed about. Yeah, you you need to go take a nap. <laughs> I need to eat a Snickers. Yeah, a dairy free Snickers, a peanut free Snickers. You know what? Just eat some chocolate chips. Just get a handful of eat some banana bread. I just, You're not yourself when you don't have banana bread. I want this world to be a better place oh, for the children that sorry, I'm afraid to have. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> I just I just want betterness. Uh, you should just pass away right now then because I don't <laughs> I don't know where you expect that to happen. Oh, buddy, you're funny. Oh my God. All right. But like, okay, so this was kind of heavy a little bit mm-hmm. because we got mad about stuff, but... And we've been gone for like three months. Yeah, we had a lot to say, but like, guess what? Guess what we're talking about next week, guys? Guess what? Animation therapy. therapy. So we gonna talk about cartoons. Yeah, we're gonna be like interviewing each other about our favorite cartoons, and then we're gonna come together and talk about Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yerp, yerp. Which I saw some. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it. <laughs> you saw some stuff. You saw some notes. I did. I saw <laughs> some stuff, but I was just like. I still don't know how I feel about this Netflix live action adaption, but I saw some news like little trickle out because, you know, I be following the pages. I be saying like, this is the latest and not greatest. But yeah, we're going to say that for next time. So we have a series lined up of some shows that we both appreciate, some Mm -hmm. shows that we've shared, some some highs and some lows and some some anime 
some Steven Universe queer shit. Some Rick and Morty. Some Rick and Morty. Like, we've had some animation that got us through some dark times. Because it's just, it's a good escape. Yes. It's a good escape. One of my favorites. Yeah. So, so check in with us next week yeah. for our animation therapy. And remember, remember, life's a bitch. Life's a bitch. We're back to that. Life is a bitch. That doesn't want to wear a mask. Life is a bitch that doesn't want to wear a mask. And, and you know isn't what? vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It, life is, is grown. Life is going to do what it, life wants to do. And life can do that over there. Let life be over there. And you do what you need to do to stay healthy over here. Amen. Amen. Remember, guys. Remember. Love yourself. Love each other. I don't remember what else we'd be saying. Love yourself. Love each other. Um, And continue to be that beautiful little galaxy you are. Yeah, and continue to be that beautiful little galaxy you are. Don't be a trash can. Yeah, don't be like a black hole. We got enough of those. Yeah, don't be like a, like a, like a, like a asteroid field a meteor shower meteor shower yeah don't be any of those things it just fucks up satellites and whatnot remember the devil's anus in ragnarok don't be the devil's anus yeah don't be that either yeah that little portal that was really rough don't be that be like a moon or something be like a star be a shining beautiful little galaxy yeah and um don't be a dick yeah don't be like like a constellation dick i'm sure there's some out there dickscalation don't be like that. Alrighty. <laughs> okay, bye guys. Love you. Bye. bye.